Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about what the heck to do with all of those piles of stuff that you have to donate and the world is shut down, right? We, we don't have the simplicity and the ease and the convenience of getting rid of things like we did in the past. And we don't know when we'll have that again. We don't know when things are going to open up. <laughs> uh, can you pour in my, my drink? I left it on the Xbox. Yeah, but wait, you said um, in the past we could um, just take stuff to the donation center, but actually sometimes they wouldn't even take it. Yes. Okay, so this is an episode with Bree. She's right, guys. Like sometimes, like there, when we left Alaska and moved to Florida, we experienced a donation center that wouldn't accept our stuff because they were already full. Okay, and that is one of the things that I want to talk to you about in my, my first tip for you guys. Um, what the heck to do with all of your stuff when things aren't open? Okay, <clears throat> and nobody knows when it's going to open up. It's going to be different based on where you are. It's already different based on where you are because some places like where I live are not accepting any extra trash. Other places are accepting all of the trash, right? Um, everybody's just got different things going on based on where you live and the same is going to be true when things start to open up. But my first tip for decluttering in this weird time of the world is to give it directly to the source. Okay. Give it to whoever you want to receive it. Now I'm going to tell you something that might ruffle your feathers a little bit and, and might hit you a little bit in the heart a little bit, but that's a good thing because I think that guilt can be a catalyst for change. I have used donation centers in the past, um, not only when we left Alaska and moved to Florida, but, but other times as well, as kind of a scapegoat, right? As a way to push my excess and burden onto somebody else without really having to take ownership of the waste that I was creating because it made me feel good to say I donated it, right? And that's not the truth. And I've told you guys this before, but we're seeing it collectively. We're seeing a light shown on this reality that we overconsume, right? And that donation centers are overwhelmed. And that when we donate things, it's not a simple solution. It's not always helpful. It's not always beneficial. Oftentimes, it's a burden for that donation center. They have too much stuff to do anything with it. So they give it to other donation centers and then they give it to outlets and then they push it off onto trash, you know, into the landfills or to other third world countries. Okay. That's the truth of it. And it, it's not a new thing, but we are going to see this reality a lot more because my guess based on my experience and what I've learned about donation centers is that they're going to be overloaded many are right now even when i lived in california when we moved our most recent move just under six months ago i had to call the donation centers ahead of time because i was sick of showing up with a bunch of stuff and them saying 
they, they wouldn't take it. And then they would be like, you can take it to this place. It's 30 miles away. And I'm like, this is crazy, right? Like we have too much stuff. So this is the perfect time to donate directly to the source. Meaning put a post up on your personal Facebook page. Say I'm decluttering. I have a whole bunch of extra crafts. Does anybody need them? Right. I have all of these clothes that nobody's wearing and doesn't fit into anymore. Does anybody need them? Take it directly to the source. Now, obviously use your smart, you are a smart human, right? You're a smart mother. <laughs> you know how to be sanitary. Use your good judgment in regards to all of that. I know that it depends on your location based on like what kind of buy nothing groups are open and how open they are. It just depends on where you're located. Where we're located, ours is open and running per usual. I know in other places they're not. Um, or maybe you have local pages. Okay, just use your discretion. Be smart, but use this as a chance to really be mindful about who you're donating to, right? And use this as a chance to maybe look at how you've donated things in the past and justify it as gifting it to somebody or blessing them with something when the reality is that you're just pushing your burden off onto somebody else, trying to avoid that guilt of overconsumption. Okay. Um, second tip is to be discerning. This ties in with number one, be discerning about what is trash and what can actually be donated or resold or repurposed. Okay. This is a, a mindset that a lot of us get caught up in thinking that everything can be salvaged. Everything can be repurposed. Everything can be re-gifted and given away to somebody. This light is really bright. But the reality is, is that a lot of it is not right. A lot of it is glorified trash. A lot of it is not usable. A lot of it is not wanted because we're all drowning in the same kinds of clutter. And we know this because when we go to consignment stores, we see the same things over and over again. We know this because nobody will buy it from us, right? We know this because we put it up for free and nobody will take it. So be discerning about what you're actually holding on to right now and ask yourself, like, is this something that is usable? Is it valuable to somebody? Is this worth me holding on to, or is this glorified trash that if I take it to a thrift store or a donation center, they're going to take it because they don't say no, but they're not going to use it. And it's going to end up at four different, you know, thrift stores before it eventually makes its way to the landfill. Right. And I know that that sucks in the moment, but it makes moving forward so much more powerful and intentional and positive for your consumption habits, all right? So just be discerning about what is trash. And when I say trash, okay, recycle, right? You can trash it or you can recycle it. Um, we've been doing things like burning cardboard, which I don't know if that's great, but it's not plastic, right? So we're not burning plastic. I don't know the rules about this, <laughs> to be honest, but you know, the things like that, be mindful of what you're actually holding on to. And, and, and where you are planning to take it, right? If your plan is to just wait until Goodwill is open and push all of your stuff onto them, that they are going to be flooded with, hey, <laughs> just wait. No, you're good. Not you, just wait. I'm telling them to wait on their clutter. <laughs> James is getting the baby. <laughs> okay, and Breezy's gonna stay and help. Bye. Um, like the McDonald's toys, they go to the trash now. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the, the thrift store and buy a bunch of McDonald's toys. <laughs> That's not helping anybody. Thank you.
Um, okay, so that's tip number two. Be discerning about what is actually trash and what you're holding on to. And if your plan is to just push it off onto some kind of a store for the sake of donating it, ask yourself, like, is it actually donatable or resellable or worth giving to somebody? Like, would you go into a thrift store and want to buy, you know, pay money for that kind of stuff? If the answer is no, don't feel bad about trashing it or recycling it. Okay. Okay. Tip number three is to actually create, when, you, when you've asked yourself these first two questions, tip one and tip two, start organizing it into piles and label them with where they're going to go. Okay. So if you're, if you have, I know a lot of your stuff is going to be nice stuff that can help somebody that is donatable, that is resellable, you know, bigger things like furniture or nice toys or, or whatever, keep those things, get them organized into piles, find a place in your house that you can keep them. Maybe it's that closet that you've avoided. Maybe it's the, it's a bedroom. Maybe it's your garage. Maybe it's, you know, a hallway. Maybe it's, I don't know where it is, right? Cause I don't know your house, but find a spot, make, make them ready to go, right? When you can actually take them to the place that they're going to go, have them ready to go and have them labeled with where you're going to take it, right? Um, you know, if it's going to go to your local early Head Start or your Head Start or wherever it is that you like to donate things, label it so that you don't forget and keep it there. I know that's not convenient. I know it's not ideal, but if you have usable stuff, do that. Now, when you're doing this and you're labeled piles because you've been decluttering other things, you may, I hope that you do, have things like newly empty bins that you can put these inside of, right? You can put these donation piles inside of your fresh and open empty bins, right? Or maybe you've cleared out some furniture and you can start filling it up with donations, right? Um, this is a time where you're going to have to shift things around and um, just make it work, right? It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be ideal, but you can make it work, right? Um, the last thing is to keep a running inventory of what you have, right? Because we're all stuck at home a lot more than usual. Keep a running inventory of what you actually have in your house. What has actually been used? What is actually convenient to have, right? Like if there was ever a time for just in case, it would be now, right? What do you have that has been used, that is wanted, and that is needed right now. And if it's none of those things on your inventory list, move it to the donate pile, right? Like move it to the to donate inventory. And if you need help with this, if you get into any of the Motherhood Simplified courses, I, I literally teach you how to do this using a system called Trello. That's very, very easy. You can do a written list or I teach you how to do it with taking a photo of your inventory. So if you get into any of the Motherhood Simplified courses, that's there for you. So you can learn that system. Um, and when you're doing this kind of an inventory, go back to number one, right? Go back to number one and ask yourself, like, I don't need this stuff. I don't want this stuff. I don't use this stuff. Go back to number one and ask yourself, who can I give this to? Right. And not, cause I've seen some people say this too, not who can I push this off onto Trello, T R E L L O. Um, and I have a whole an entire board with a template already set up for your entire inventory of your home um, that you can just plug and play and add your list to and take your photos of your stuff and put that into um, if you're in, in any of the courses. But um, use this as a chance, right? Like to, you're welcome, to get 
that inventory taken, right? And to ask yourself, like, can I actually give this to somebody? Is this worth it? Does anybody want this? And oh, I remember what I was going to say. Don't give it to people just to get rid of it. I've seen people say that, like, everyone's giving me their donations and I don't want them, right? And that's, that's basically how donation centers feel a lot of times. Not all of the time, but a lot of the time of like, I feel guilty because I have too much stuff and I don't want it and it's a burden to me. So here, here, take my stuff, right? Don't push it off onto your family and friends in that way, right? If they want it, sure, give it to them, right? If you know that, that they've been needing it, shh, give it to them. But do not, please do not be that person who's like, I don't want it anymore. It's a burden to me. Here, take it off my hands. Nobody likes that, right? Um, be mindful about who you're giving to and how you're giving it to them. Because I think that we've all been the recipient, right, of somebody's clutter that we didn't necessarily want. And then we have all of these feelings of confusion about like guilt and, and it was a gift and that was so nice of them. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to make them feel bad. And then it makes it harder, right? Like don't, don't be that to somebody else. Um, not to say you can't ever give anybody anything, but be mindful about it, right? Don't treat them as your personal donation center because the donation centers are closed. Um, so those are my tips for you on how to declutter in this weird season of time. I hope that they're helpful for you. And I hope that um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can get into the Motherhood Simplified group, which you guys are watching it live. So here we go. But you know, um, I want this group and this space to be a place for you to get support, to get ideas, to brainstorm, to give support, to give ideas, to give tips and tricks about what's working for you and maybe creative things that you can do. Like um, I asked in the, in the, I've asked you guys a lot of questions lately because I'm, we're all in uncharted territory, but this morning there's a whole post all about the ways that you guys are decluttering right now and how you're doing it. And there's some really creative ideas in there that I didn't think of that weren't on my list. So if you are listening to this on the podcast, get inside of motherhood simplified parentheses, the group, um, so that you can brainstorm with us so that you can collaborate with us so that you can hang out and have fun with us because we're not super serious all the time. At least I hope not. I'm not anyway. Um, and you can get a whole lot of support in here and give support, which is what I hope everybody gets out of being in here. So those are my tips for now. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group. 
or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.